0: Hello Bridgetown, and you all joining us online, Bethany Allen here with the Bridgetown Daily for Tuesday, May 12th. This week, I had a memory come back to me from when I was in second grade. As a fun activity one week, we spent an afternoon after recess researching what our names meant. I went to a small private Christian school, so these kind of things were very much par for the course. And I remember looking forward to discovering what my name meant. Hoping, like everyone else, that it would reflect some beautiful aspect of who I was. Our teacher gave us our name meaning one by one. First up was Jessica, which means gift or God beholds, which is pretty good, I'd say. And then Adam, which means man, and I remember he felt really good about that. And then Angela, which means messenger of God, which of course is great too. And then it was finally my turn. I was so excited as the teacher declared, Bethany, your name means. And then she said it, house of the poor, house of the poor. I literally burst into tears right there. Redheads sometimes can bust this way. I don't know if you know that, but it's true. I thought, how could my parents have done this to me? What kind of name was that? I remember I went home later that day and told my dad that I was so sad that he had named me something that meant house of the poor and my dad being one of the best there is then explained to me. Bethany was the place where Jesus visited most, and it was the place where he would find some of his closest friends. Now, of course, the theologian that I am, I felt much better, but I still knew that I would be hard-pressed to find any friends who would celebrate that with me. Second graders are not easily impressed. Names, while common and given to us all, are significant. They tell a story about our lives and about our origin, and sometimes even about who we are. And God is no different. In the scriptures, there are over a hundred names used for God. From Elohim, the strong one, or the creator, to Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals, to El Shaddai, God Almighty, to El Roy, the God who sees. From the scriptures, we know that the names of God all point to the character of God. Now, these I just mentioned are only a few, and most of which you're probably decently familiar with. And while there are many more, there is one that over the years has become a favorite of mine, if you can have such a thing. It's the name Baal-perazim, which means the Lord who burst through. It comes from two places in the scriptures where the same story is told two separate times. You can find it in the book of First Chronicles chapter 14 and in 2 Samuel chapter 5 verses 17 to 20. Now in this story, we're told that David had just been anointed as king that he was now the shepherd of Israel and that he had the affection and favor of both God and his people. And while he was at peace with his people, he and Israel both were not at peace with this people group called the Philistines who were historically known as some of their most common enemies. Now you'll remember that David has a history with the Philistines. Remember that old Sunday school story of David and Goliath. That's the one. And he here is facing another war with this neighboring people The Philistines were wanting to ruin David, and so they went to war with him and Israel. Now, David, before going to battle, seeks Yahweh, and he asks, as he did many times, if they should go to war or fight. And we read that Yahweh responds, yes, and he said that he would even deliver the Philistines into their hands. Now, no war is easy, and all, even if it has become common, is a risk. But David moves based on God's words to him. And we read that they defeated the Philistines. Now at the end of our verses, in what seems to be a moment of celebration and worship, we read David declare, As waters break out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. And our story ends with David naming the place, as was common practice, Baal Perazim, the Lord who burst through. Now, this story, though not common, is one that I think many of us need to hear over and over i've been thinking about how easy it is and has been for me especially in this moment where monotony could easily produce apathy as we loop day after day what feels like a perpetual groundhog day to forget that our god is the one who bursts through this moment i know for many of us feels long and in that there is a taxing effect even to our spiritual lives But this week, I was reminded in this verse and even was able to reflect in a deeper way that led me to what I would call a wake-up moment. I was stirred in both my heart and my mind to remember who God really is and what he's still doing. In this story, we see a couple things. First, we see that God was with David, that he wasn't far off. He wasn't disinterested or unconcerned, but he was with him. David didn't face what was before him alone. He didn't have to wonder if he was responsible for the outcome. They could just rest in the fact that God was with him in this moment of great adversity. Second, we see that God guaranteed both the outcome and the victory for David. Victory here implies that there was an obstacle to overcome, that there was something to subdue, and yet there was an assurance that whatever the task was, it was possible. Finally, we see that David waited on God until he moved, and then when it was time, as he stepped into the rhythm of God's leadership, we read that just like a dam breaking, God burst through, and he did so like a mighty force of water. Now, let me say that again. God broke through. David couldn't have planned the timing. He didn't tell God when. What we know is that God broke through, and when he did, David declared, The Lord did it, and God delivered them and defeated their enemy. I believe that in this time of pandemic, God is stirring up so many beautiful things, that this has been for us an opportunity to, along with David and the thousands who have gone before us, declare and see that God has and will break through. Now, in the midst of fatigue and redundancy, it could be easy for us to grow weary, in and with what is before us. And I don't know what it is for you, the places you need him to burst through, but I know that there are many who right now are seeking God and contending through prayer in new ways in this season. I know there are many who are and have been petitioning for people to be healed, for injustices to end, for revival to come to our nation and our world, for people groups to hear the name of Jesus for the first time, for marriages to be healed, for impossible relationships to be restored, and so on and so forth. And yet, if you're anything like me, you may need the reminder that God is still who he has always been, that he is the God who, in fact, can burst through, that he is working, that his timing is good, and he carries our victories and longs to defeat our enemies. I needed to remember that this week that he is able still, that he can and will at the right moment as we follow his lead, burst through. So if you're comfortable, I'd love for you just to take a second and reflect and maybe even meditate on this name for God, Baal Perazim, the God who burst through. What areas of your life do you need God to burst through? How does this reminder of who God is change the way you'll pray today, this week, throughout the coming months? What are the places within that need the reminder that he can break through. Where do you personally need him today to break through on your behalf? Take another minute to reflect and maybe pray. grace and peace to you. From God our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ.